Welcome back to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps all of us learn about the economic world happening around us every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can listen to all of our podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics, please make a tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording today's episode on Thursday, August 24th. And joining me, my friend, my colleague, and the very intellectually flexible Dr. Orfe Devangi. Dr. O, I want to pull it out. I want to talk about global wealth. The Global Wealth Report was uh, was released. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think it came out at the end of at the end of June. I think that, that it seems like there's been a, a fair amount of of reporting on it in the in the last week. Um, when you scan through the headlines, you know you see different things um, on on one side, and I would say that this side, you know, is is like uh, skipping some key data. This is a story from Reuters. The headline anyway, global wealth projected to rise 38% by 2027, despite recent decline. Bloomberg <laughs> reporting it a little bit over to the toward the right, actually. Global wealth fell last year for the first time since 2008. And so the real story is, is that the you know the last the the last few years, um and, and in particular the last year as a whole. Uh, there's a fair amount of, of global uh, wealth that just that just went away. 2.4% or $11.3 trillion, according to Credit Suisse and uh, UBS report. That's where I'm going to sort of stick my pin on this. So what, what do you make? What do you make of that? I mean, how do, and first of all, how does wealth in an economy, global or otherwise, evaporate? And what does that mean? Well, look, it's, it's, it's really, a lot of it is unrealized, right? So, uh, you know, you have a bunch of stuff in the stock market. And then basically, you know, we saw that in 2022, the Fed started turning, uh, late 21, Fed started talking about raising interest rates. 2022 rates went up. Stock market took a plunge. Activity slowed in, in the real economy. And so, of course, that means, uh, you know, we're building fewer widgets, but also, the value of those assets declined. And so, uh, and so that's why, you know, global wealth, you saw all these economies around the world, by the way, this is not just the United States. Everybody was raising interest rates to try to tame inflation. And as a result, the value of a lot of assets started dwindling. You have central banks like the Fed, for example, basically, you know, the biggest buyer, I would say the biggest buyer of treasury bonds and mortgage backed securities pulling back. And so you have, you know, shrinking its balance sheet. And so that big buyer is gone. And of course, that means the price of those assets is tumbling. And maybe the word tumbling is a little strong, but fell in 2022. And it's continuing to fall. So of course, you know, that's that's happened. You also had in the real economy, you had like high labor costs, right? Businesses facing higher prices for everything and struggling with basically, you know, making sure that they were getting enough workers to, to fill the gaps. All of that is negative, big negative for an economy uh, and uh, is, can cause uh, wealth to decrease. But it's rare. It's very rare. But, you know, right now we have a global economy that's slowing down. And, uh, and of course, uh, and most central banks still raising interest rates. And so, of course, that's expected to continue for a little while longer, although I think a lot of countries are finding themselves at a point where 
they might have done enough to uh, to tame inflation. Then you have Europe, right? Europe in tr big trouble. You have a war in Europe. You know, you have uh, you have the UK struggling. You have right so that whole you have the UK, uh, the island struggling. You have continental Europe struggling, and all these struggles are making themselves felt. And then and then you have the countries that actually had an increase in wealth in 2022. And, and and those countries were kind of like, you know, you keep hearing about the BRICS. There were Brazil, Russia, India. China had a decline. China had a decline, a small decline. And China's economy is actually in a little bit in trouble right now. Uh, but make no mistake, I think what's going to happen is they're going to cut interest rates. They're going to try to stimulate their economy. And... Uh, and so, uh, and so they'll probably have a big rebound. Not to give Reuters too much of a, of a hard time, but I mean, it's sort of, it, it led with the fact that global wealth is pro projected to rise. I mean, and that's their headline on a story that is reporting on the fact that for the first time in 25 years that global wealth declined. So, I mean, how would global wealth increase? And I mean, in the Reuters story, I mean, and, and this is taken from, from a study that's that that they didn't commission. I mean, this is um, the Global Wealth Report itself. They're saying it's going to be up thirty eight percent by twenty twenty seven. I mean, does there's that a, mean there's, a, there's only a re there's only a, there's only one way to uh, there's only one way to see it increase again. It's by creating value. And basically, if you're not creating value, you're not going to see your 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 wealth. Any wealth increase is going to be temporary. Right during the pandemic, we saw all these companies that didn't create a ton of value that were propped up by low interest rates, free money essentially, uh, that basically came crashing as soon as as soon as the free money ran dry. Uh, and so, um, and so, people you know that create value, companies that create value, are going to see and you know and 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 their leadership are going to see well their wealth increase again. Of course, value, they, they improve living standards, right? They create real things that we need, uh, that we Americans consume, right? And the world consumes on an everyday basis. Um, and so what are, what are some of those? I mean, you look at the tech industry right now, you got the buzz around AI. Uh, you got NVIDIA that reported its earnings on, uh, what, yesterday? A couple of days ago, I think it was yesterday. NVIDIA beat expectations again. Right. And, and I mean, it's unbelievable. Now, the question is for a lot of people, including myself, it's like, do you go in now or do you not? Do you stay out? Because basically, well, is it overvalued or does it have a runway? Right. Does it have more to go? And we're taping this on the 24th. And I, I think the last time I looked, I mean, NVIDIA was up like $22 plus a share. I mean, that's in a day, in, right? In the first hour this morning, of trading of, yeah. of, of unbelievable. Day, yeah. Unbelievable. So, but, but exactly. I mean, there's a lot of buzz because in, because basically what NVIDIA does is going to be at the center of almost every single company that wants to utilize AI going forward, right? And so they, they, might, be, they might actually be creating a ton of value, not just now, but for the foreseeable future. And so those are the types of things that, you know, companies that might be massive wealth creators, right? And so... Uh, and so, yes, do we, do I expect, am I bullish about the future? Yes, I am. I mean, we're, we're having builders in housing. Builders are building indoors now, offsite modular homes that are beautiful, beautiful spaces. 
and, and then when they show up on site, you have no idea that they're modular homes. Lots of people have this stigma about uh, about uh, building building offsite, and yet really offsite building is efficient and it's quick and it's beautiful and it's it creates less waste, right? So, like we have these technological shifts that are happening that uh, raise productivity, improve living standards, and ultimately ultimately make us wealthier. I appreciate your thoughts as always. For Orfe Divangi, it's been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and other terrific podcasts at americastalking.com. Talking.com.